All right, here we are with another edition of uh, what Spooky Jorts. I'm not sure yes. what we're calling it. Uh, I guess, well, Daisy Spooks is what the images call it. Um, so we are here with Ryan, and Hello. we are also joined by frequent guest Zach. <laughs> Uh, one, one day I'm going to make it on the main feed, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, it's what, so, okay, wait. So this is your, how is this your fourth appearance now? We'll call it three and a half because I was on the call-in show. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> yeah, this is like three and a half. Yeah. So if anyone's like, man, I want to be a guest, it's because we don't like you as much as that. Yeah, That's yeah, why. You know. <laughs> That's appreciated. Uh, yeah. So... Ryan, um, so last time we were talking about your list, the start of the list. We are now, I guess, well, actually right officially in the middle of the month. And so where has the list gone from there and where are you at? Um, well, I'm at Maryland. Um, oh, yeah. And under your couch. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Passing out under my couch. Um, yeah. Specifically, so I'm like, well, if I want to hide from the light, no better place. Mm. Um, and I'd be like, hey, there's a nickel down here. Um but uh, I'm yeah I'm about halfway through obviously um, and uh, I've had I think it's been very 50 50 this year I was expecting it to be nothing but like home runs out of the park and I was like I don't know man I watched a few turds and mm. uh, I expected uh, maybe a couple of them to be bad but a couple of them I was like oh that wasn't that bad um, uh, the most recent film I watched was um, last night I watched um, uh, my yearly 80 slasher which is um i watched happy birthday to me mm. and um that movie actually was pretty fucking solid i did not really know what to expect with that i remember hearing about it years ago in ironically enough a slasher documentary uh called going to pieces and mm. um they talked about that in there and said that it's kind of a little bit of an oddball in that genre because it plays out more like a murder mystery than it does like a like a regular slasher movie um, and it is very good. It's got a lot of weird twists and turns. It's pieced together in a very strange kind of way. Um, doesn't really unfold the way you think it's going to. The kills uh, are also quite gnarly. Um, you know, they're not like excessively gory, but they are uh, very creative. Um, if you look at the poster for the movie, the poster is already going to just shock you. You're like, holy shit. Um, yeah. And uh, which I don't know if you've seen the poster for that, Josh. I have. I, yeah. I, I think by seeing the poster so often, I keep thinking I have seen the movie. Letterboxd is telling me I have not okay. seen the movie. Well, you got to obey so, the internet, dude. Yeah. yeah. So, you um, know. Uh, yeah. But I don't, yeah, I have not seen it. And I wonder if I can watch it today. Tubi. So. Uh, it's on Tubi. Um, I will say my only complaint about it is that it's a, it's a, well, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? For Tubi being free, I'm willing to sit through a couple yeah. of commercials. Yeah. Um but it is a little long. Um, oh, it's like an hour and 50 minutes. And I was like, you could have, you could have like shaved off at least a good 10 minutes of that. Um, I'm not exactly sure what, but I just know that you could have. Um, mm. But no, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I, I think I gave it like a three and a half out of five, which uh, I usually don't give a lot of like slashers. I haven't seen because um, I'm not choosy with my slashers, but I'm kind of like, man, I'm kind of start. I thought I'm starting to st scrape the bottom of the barrel. It's like, not really. Like, a, there's some really good ones out there. You just kind of got to keep digging, you know? <laughs> yeah. You got to keep digging the barrel. But Zach, uh, have you seen this movie? I have. I think it's one of those that, like, Quentin Tarantino would talk about in interviews a lot. So, like, that April Fool's Look, Day. Like, I can't like it then. And My Bloody Valentine are, like, movies <laughs> he loves. So, those were all Kidding. movies when I was more edgelordy that I saw yeah. it out. Because <laughs> Tarantino's like, oh, yeah, you got to see this. Huh. And do you feel like from your recollection, does it, did it kind of live up to that? Yeah, I agree. I remember thinking it was long, uh, <laughs> but, but, and slashers aren't usually my go-to. I'm not mm -hmm. a, a huge slasher guy, uh, but it, I do remember enjoying that one quite a bit, but yeah, the, the cover of that one, that's like a VHS classic of like the yeah. guy getting the skewer in the mouth. Does that actually happen in the movie? Yes. Okay, cool. Because I was like, I wonder if it's sort of because there's like uh, this movie called Microwave Massacre. Uh, oh, yeah. 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 And like, it's not, it's not like as good as that 
the title and the poster would make you believe. It's like, no, it's awful. Yeah, it's real. <laughs> <laughs> I've still so, never seen yeah. that one, but pretty much everyone tells me they're like, you're, you're fine, man. Don't worry. Yeah, no, don't bother. It is like absurdly confusing yeah. what's happening. It's none of it makes any sense. It's not enjoyable in any sort of are, way. Yeah. Are, are more the deaths through like, conventional oven rather of a microwave i don't think there is a there might be but there's not really it's just like he just kills people in it. yeah okay. it kills like his so it's just fam- conven- like, conventional massacre okay yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah i'm even struggling to think if there is an actual like titular murder but you know it might be near the end of the movie but it's just like stabbings and with like household items and stuff and it looks the movie looks really shitty so that's like more of what i remember like it's it looks like it's was filmed for like a couple thousand dollars you know Mm -hmm. and that might be generous like yeah yeah and not even in like a uh endearing kind of way like it just looks like shit (laughs) yeah yeah i would i would say skip it but if you're interested just go listen to the horror show uh the podcast they do an episode on it and it's way more entertaining listening to those guys who suffered through it talk about it than actually watching <laughs> that piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, then, so Ryan, since the last time we talked, you were watching like Amityville Horror, like catching up, I guess, on some. Yeah. The first ones. movie I watched was Amityville Horror, which I did enjoy, but it is very dated. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, like, cause I was like, and I feel like, and this wasn't the movie's fault. Did I already talk about this? Yes. Um, okay. I was going to let you keep going. Okay. When I was saying, I don't feel like this is like the movie's fault, but I'm like, that it has been copied so much that it kind of hurts its replay value, I think. Yeah. Um, and I was like, I don't blame that on the filmmakers or anything like that. I, I would say that's just kind of an unfortunate side effect of that film um is yeah. that they were probably like oh we didn't think it was gonna be this influential and i'm like yeah now i'm like it's kind of like eh, i've seen this before and I, mm-hmm. I know what's i was like i was like i haven't even seen this movie before i didn't know exactly where everything's gonna everything's going yeah and um, where did you go in your list from there since the last time we talked okay um i actually have to remind myself of pulling up my letterbox list um sad as it sounds uh hocus pocus 2 was the next one i watched um which mm-hmm. i enjoyed i mean that's it, because you're satanic. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know how to respond to that. <laughs> <laughs> just say, yeah, just say yes. Yes, I am. Yes, uh, sir. Um, <laughs> am I evil? Yes, I am. Yes. Um, but I don't know. I thought it was fine. I've seen drastically different opinions on it, um, but I don't know. I had a fun time. I, I will say that it is very strange to give to try to give a redemption arc of sorts. This isn't really spoiling anything um, for those who haven't seen it, but um, they feel like they're trying to give sort of a redemption arc or trying to humanize the child murderers. <laughs> um, I was like, they kill and eat kids. Didn't they like establish that in the first film? Um, that also feels like a thing people tried to do. have tried to do in horror movies in the past. Like, I mean, it kind of seems like it, I know it didn't start here, but it's like the, uh, rob zombie halloween like giving a backstory to it like gives mm. credence to it and you're like one i didn't care like that whole thing in movie <laughs> the movie thing where uh you used to think you wanted a thing like it was like you could see half the spaceship so you're like oh it'd be cool to really see all of it or man i wish yoda did flips but then when you actually get it <laughs> you know uh i actually said this to somebody and they're like no nah, yoda doing flips it's really cool and i was like that's right you're like 22 yeah. um, but you know like it's like you, in in theory i feel like you want things but then when you're given them they never they they don't really have a way to like pay off in that way and so people kind of do that with storytelling they're like michael myers actually was abused and then you're like, I don't, I don't really care. Like, I don't need an explanation of this. Like, you know, yeah. like, uh, like, so Hocus Pocus doing that. That's not surprising in a sense of where all horror movies tend to go these days. When Yeah. You know. uh, yeah. But to me, I, horror movies lose so much power when I, and I do, I'm an apologist for the Rob Zombie horror movies, uh, <laughs> Halloween movies. I like them. Uh, I think his Halloween two is really good. Uh, I, never, I never saw Halloween two. So. It's, it's, it's just, it's bad shit. It's yeah. him doing exactly what he wanted to do. Yeah. Uh, but like giving so much backstory and showing so much gets to a point where it kills it. Like the reason the original Texas Chainsaw works so well is because you don't see shit in that movie. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. he slams the door and you hear screaming 
and what you're imagining is so much worse than what they could have possibly shown you in you know 1976 or whenever they made that movie. Yeah. Uh, so by having to give all these backstories and show so much, you just lose so much power. Like the 2003 Texas Chainsaw sucked because you saw everything. It just wasn't scary. It was just bloody. Uh, and the first Texas Chainsaw is not bloody at all. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. almost no blood in the entire movie. So. Yeah, it's like you... I mean, you grew up being like, oh, it's so bloody. And then so whenever that came around to it being cool to show that much blood, like, yeah, it's like we thought we wanted it. <laughs> I don't know. The, the <laughs> big experiment was probably things like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And like, oh, yeah. actually, we didn't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or hostile. Like it, yeah. getting to the point of torture porn where the whole point mm-hmm. of the movie was how bloody can the kill be? How gross can it be? And I love a good kill. I mean, that's the point of a good horror movie is a good kill. Uh, but then it's just exploitative to a point that it's not even enjoyable now. If I go back and watch those movies, I just kind of yeah. feel dirty. Yeah. And I know <laughs> yeah. all of this that we just said really doesn't apply to like Hocus Pocus 2, unless they've got some <laughs> really crazy kills, you know, in it. Um, but, but yeah, I guess if you want to pick it up, you know, from there, uh, okay. you were talking about Hocus Pocus 2. Okay. Um, yeah, no, I guess that I, I thought it was fine. Um, I had a good enough time with it. Um, I followed that up with, uh, complete opposite end of the spectrum which is that uh, i watched a if the shirt wasn't a dead giveaway i am a a giant monster movie fanatic and uh there is a really cool uh film on uh to be in amazon prime called the howl from beyond the fog which is a i didn't realize it was actually a short film so i was like crap can i log this properly or is this like have to be like a certain amount of time how long was it like 35 minutes um, but we'll it, it, but it is, <laughs> thank you, man. Thank you, sir. Um, so it was, it was one of the most creative movies I've seen so far, um, because the entire film it's low budget and people are like monster movies, low budget. And we're like, this is me in like 2019. And the entire film is done via like stop motion and puppetry, including the cast is all like dolls. And it's uh, it honestly like you're so into the story and it has such good atmosphere and like kind of just an all around good vibe that you don't really notice. Um, it was very reminiscent of like stuff like the beast from 20,000 fathoms. Um, if anybody has ever seen that movie, it's really old, like Ray Harryhausen movie. Um, but it's a uh, really, really, really uh, fantastic, fantastic shit. If you're in, if you give even a, half the shit about that stuff. Um, it's a beautifully well-made film, you know, considering that it was made for like next to nothing. Um, uh, the monster is really cool and it shows that like, Hey, you know what, you know, uh, passion and love sometimes can overcome any sort of like, you know, problems that you might have. Like, you know, you don't have the backing of a big company. You're just going to do it all yourself and you can still make a pretty damn solid film. I thought you were saying that was like a lesson the movie told itself. <laughs> I was like, damn, um, I need to watch it, this movie. Yeah, it <laughs> is set, love, bitch. Yeah, it is set <laughs> during like old and it is set during like old like feudal times in Japan, like the like 1700s, 1800s. So it's like pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Um, but uh, I also followed that up with a uh, trilogy of movies that are not really a trilogy. Um, I think we've talked before about the uh, convoluted as fuck history with uh, the zombie franchise in Italy. Yeah. Uh, A little bit. I think we kind of talked about it in regards to uh, recently with like, well, yeah, La Casa series and how evil dead. But yeah. uh, I, so yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Go, which ones did you watch? I think you're better say go off, right? Well, go off. Um, So I watched zombie three. I watched zombie four and then I watched zombie five and I should put the last two ones in quotes. Um, But uh, okay. So zombie three is technically a zombie movie, like part of whatever. Well, (laughs) it's out of the three ones. I was like, I'd rather watch this one again, any day of the week. Um, But that one was set to be directed by Lucio Fulci who worked on, uh zombie 2 aka zombie aka zombie flesh eaters i don't want to fucking go into this again um but he reportedly got sick uh after about maybe 60 percent of the movie was done um either he got sick or some people said he just got into an argument with the producer 
and he was out and he gave the rest of the movie to Bruno Mattei to finish up. Um, I don't like Bruno Mattei at all. Um, and you could see the parts of this movie that are pretty bad. You could tell like who directed what parts. Um, but it's overall a pretty solid little film has some nice gore. I mean, it's basically a noxious gas, like gets out on an Island and turns, you know, anything and everything nearby into zombies. Um, it is appropriately wacky, but it's really fucking fun. Um, honestly, I don't even think I got any of the characters names until like the last five minutes <laughs> and yeah. they kind of just like gave, like, it was like by default, this one guy, you're like, I guess this guy was the main character. Um, cause you feel really, really sad when like somebody gets killed and you're like, oh yeah, like bye guy. Um, yeah. but it's, um, I don't know. It was pretty cool though. I will say it has a scene where, uh, they open up a refrigerator and there's a severed head that, propels itself out of the fridge like a fucking bullet and bites a guy on the neck and you're like fuck gravity okay cool yeah um but it's really rad um and then i wallowed it up with zombie four uh aka after death which technically doesn't have as fuck all to do with any of those other movies um and for a movie that involved like like a like an like an evil like voodoo priest uh and it just uh, like a bunch of mercenaries that looked like they like auditioned for predator. And then they were like, no, nah, like you have to have muscles. Yeah. Um, and uh, it has a really awesome title track. That's like very cheesy. Like we're clearly trying to copy like dream warriors type of song. Hmm. Um, and the lead actor I found out is a guy who primarily did pornographic films. Cool. Um, and Hell yeah, uh, yeah, he is like, he might be the best part about it. Like he's really trying and I'm like, dude, you don't have to try. They're going to just dub you over yeah. and like you, you can just do whatever. But um, it sucks. Um, it really, really, really sucks. Uh, and then they followed up with Zombie 5, a.k.a. Uh, Killing Birds. Oh, um, yeah. Killing Birds is a fucking false title for a movie because there's killing and there are birds. There are no killing birds. Hmm. There is it is. I, in my opinion, I thought it was fucking hideously boring. Um, I mean, I, again, I was just like, maybe I just was like, I need to focus on this more. But every time I kept trying to focus, I was like, man, I'm like getting really kind of, this movie's taking me out of it personally. I will say the acting or dubbing, whatever is better than expected. Um, but man, like I found that one to be kind of a struggle to sit through and you don't really get any zombie stuff until like the final, like 30, like 25, 30 minutes, really. Um, so yeah, yeah, that's where, that's where, that's where I've gotten so far. <laughs> yeah. The, the funny thing There's about after that. the funny thing about, um, uh, I, I love when you put in like a movie like this, like it's Italian or it's just kind of like been marketed different and you go to watch a movie. And then when the credits kind of come up the title card and you're like, wait, they call this a different movie. That's always, that's when, you know, you're going to be in for like a treat. Like yeah. when you started to go watch a movie, but the movie itself is called something else. Um, and so that's really fun. I I've seen all of these zombie movies, but I, I don't know. Have you really? Yeah. I've seen oh, shit. Yeah. I've, I just, I'm like, I don't know. I was like, which one has the birds, but then you answered it by the, it's called killing birds. Um, Te technically zombie yeah. three has, has killing birds in it. And I'm like, why didn't you like, like, and those birds actually are deadly because they're infected and they're attacking people. And I was just like, that is how you do killing birds proper. Damn it. Yeah. They, they, the funny thing is about like a lot of Italian horror where I feel like I'm like 15 minutes in and I'm like, Oh, that guy's not an extra. I'm supposed to pay attention to him the whole yeah. time. That's what so many yeah. movies like that feel like. One more thing I forgot to add about zombie four is that it's directed by Claudio Fergazzo who directed troll two. Uh, okay. So good. So, so I was just kind of, I was like, well, I don't know what I was expecting yeah well yeah greatness um okay <laughs> so i guess like zach did you have have you seen that run of movies um i have seen two three and five i don't think i've seen zombie four mm. yeah I they're, they're all bad yeah, they're, they're all bad yeah I, but i think it's one of those i probably got in like some kind of like bootleg box set yeah. like 15 years ago and just powered through them all and then just went and like traded that box set in 
Because I was yeah. like, yeah, I will never watch any of these ever again. Yeah, Ryan, <laughs> did you watch... Uh, so you watched Zombie 3. Had you watched Zombie 2 recently? Um, not recently, no. Um, I own Zombie 2. I own it on this really uh, nice Blu-ray, and I actually own the uh, uh, soundtrack to it on vinyl. I'm just wondering if any of us have kind of revisited recently enough that we can say if it's actually good. Um... <laughs> good enough comparatively it, to what we're saying it's it's fine i mean i think there's better fulci movies out there mm-hmm. um i think it's got a, a it's got a really killer soundtrack and it's, of course it's got the zombie versus the shark yeah. and then yeah, it's yeah. got um and then it's got like the very slow like scene of like the piece of wood mm-hmm. uh going into someone's eye like which still freaks me out yeah. um but maybe for those two yeah. scenes by themselves that movie is worth it yeah, yeah i'm guessing. yeah yeah, yeah, sure. Good enough. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I guess, yeah, uh, next on the list. Uh, next on the list after that was actually I took a bit of a detour and I watched um, every year I do this. I tend to watch um, a few episodes of the Goosebump show from the 90s mm-hmm. um, because, you know, occasionally I've been told like, yeah, like I might be reading some stuff for like my kids to watch. And I'm like, oh, you're on the wrong list. Um, but uh Every year I tend to watch maybe like two or three episodes of that, you know, either to refresh my memory or maybe because there's a ton I missed. I watched Calling All Creeps, uh, which I don't really remember the book for, unfortunately. And then I watched Vampire Breath and Vampire Breath. I shit you not. The ending is a complete not. I don't know if this was like a knockoff or just big eerie coincidence. It is an end. The ending is very similar to that of the ending for the Treehouse of Heart episode with the vampires, hmm. um, where like, fucking, I don't care if it's a spoiler. At the end of the uh, the end of the episode, like you know, they think they've killed like the head vampire, Mister Burns, and then suddenly it comes out that like everyone in the family except for Lisa's vampire. She's like, Grandpa's a vampire. They're like, We're all vampires. Yeah. <laughs> and you're just and you're just kind of like, so I just sat through thirty minutes, and you're like, eh, turns out everyone in this area is a vampire. And you're just like, what? what? Uh, sure. Okay, fine. Um, I had to do a double check and make sure that the guy who plays the uh, the evil vampire in that uh, was not friends with Abe Vigoda, or maybe he was like a stand in for him. Um, <laughs> and uh, Calling All Creeps is fine. Um, it has some of the most distinctly Canadian acting I've seen in a long time. Um, like I forgot almost the entirety of Goosebumps was filmed in Canada yeah. and you can, you can tell it when the kids start speaking. Yeah, actually the, uh, I think it might be the first Goosebumps episode, whichever one, uh, shocker on shock street. Uh, mm. the actor in it is Ben cook, who is the brother of Rachel Lee cook. And mm. he played in the band fucked up. He also played in the band, no warning. And oh, he really? has a band young gov. Um, Holy he's, shit. he's the kid in that. Yeah. Oh man. He had a short fuse and they're pissing him off. <laughs> yeah, he uh, yeah, that, it's funny to kind of see because he's like Toronto person. So he yep. kind of had like he I think he uh, it's like he was in movies because they were like, do you want to be in this? And he's like, yeah, sure. You know, that's so, what I feel like it is with like some Canadian actors they are like, I mean, you get credit. Maybe they give him like school credit is what I feel like, you know, <laughs> I don't know. So or, or a pat on the back. Yeah, like, good, yeah. good job, eh? Yeah. Um, but but yeah, so how many <laughs> are you planning on like sitting through all of the like goosebumps episodes? Or? Oh hell no. Um, I, I do about maybe three or so like that, two or three every year. Um, been doing it for the past, I think like five years. Um, just because I'm like, eh, something kind of fun to do. Um, it's a nice little side distraction. And I guess if you, you know, combine the 30 minutes from all those into one runtime, I'm like it kind of, it kind of counts. Um, but, uh, the most notorious thing I watched came up after that. Uh, so much so to the point where my original plan was going to be watching the fun house, the Toby Hooper movie. Mm -hmm. And I had to push that back a little bit because I got notification about, uh, terrifier Two playing in a theater. Oh, okay. Um, and uh, I think I talked about this very briefly, um, before, or at least I maybe teased it, uh, in our previous episode. And um, if you don't like the first Terrifier, this is not going to suddenly change your mind. Um, it is the first Terrifier turned up to 11. Uh, and uh, so much so to the point where uh, 
I got really uncomfortable watching it. Mm-hmm. And like, it's because have you ever kind of had one of those things where you kind of maybe laugh like a little bit of how like r- ridiculous and gratuitous, like some of the violence can be, you're like, Oh man, that's so insane. Like, uh, look how crazy that gore was. And then it got to a certain point in the movie where like the centerpiece kill is so unbelievably awful. Like, I mean, it's really well done in terms of like great gore and practical effects, but like, you just feel you feel like you you're you feel violated after watching it and i was like man like i i i feel like i want to turn my head away um yeah and uh i will say all the stuff about people passing out in the movie and throwing up like that i didn't really see that in my screening but i definitely overheard a few people who were like having the same amount of fun they were like haha and then they're suddenly like oh man ugh. Um, and I'm not going to lie, like a a very sick part of me was like, yeah, (laughs) I was just like, yeah, I was like, I, I agree, man. Um, I did thoroughly enjoy it for what it is, but man, it is, uh, it, it, first off, it is too fucking long. Absolutely. Should not be too, it should not be like two hours and 20 minutes. That's stupid. That's insane. Um, Like that movie, the first movie was so like, and I don't feel like I say this about anything because I'm. Like, but it was felt like too much when I watched it. And, that, and then when you told me it was two hours and 20 minutes, I was like, I don't I just don't know if I'll ever watch yeah. this movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I found it apparently that the one I watched was technically the uncut version that they were playing in a theater. And I was like, how the fuck are you going to cut this down? Like, because I mean, like, there's literally no kill in this film that like you could really trim um, and like try to make it like, ex- like an acceptable R rating. Um, but I mean, it is good for what it is, um, in my, in my opinion. Um, but, uh, it is definitely like, nothing's going to top that in terms of just, uh, sheer fucked upness. Um, like not unless like somebody sends me like a snuff mill snuff movie and then I'd just be like, nah, I'm good, man. If if somebody sends me a link to that, I'm like, I quit. Yeah, you got to draw the line somewhere. Yeah. 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 Uh, Zach, have you seen Terrifier? I have seen the first one. That was a one watch for me. Uh, So I had seen, is it All Hallows Eve? The uh, anthology Mm. that that Art the Clown is originally in. Yeah. And like, I think it works in that format as a short. Mm -hmm. Even the first Terrifier felt a little long for me. Like, I I get it. You're trapped in this warehouse. Like, this doesn't need to be 90 minutes. Yeah. Uh, That one was super fucked up. Like that upside down kill, obviously. Oh like, God! Uh, so hearing all the stuff I've heard about the new one and like how they just completely outdid themselves with how fucked up it can be, like, like I'm, I'm it piques my interest because I'm a horror fan, but also like <laughs> I don't know if I want to watch that. <laughs> like, uh, like honestly, man, like I'd rather watch the upside down kill again than watch the centerpiece oh. kill for this film. Like oh, I, God. I felt like just dirty. Um, yeah. I, I will say though, genuine, like there is a genuinely like it's more interesting story this time around in terms of like kind of piecing together stuff in the background of this character. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't realize that. I think like there's like a little kid protagonist in this who I believe is the same kid from that little punk people channel on YouTube. I don't know if anybody has ever seen that channel or not. I don't. Um, do, uh, is that, do people know that? Like do people I know? I have no idea, but I kept seeing stuff. Retweeted oh, I thought on, you like, knew it. I thought you were no, like, like a, no, like I was like, I followed um, uh, the main star and the director from that on Twitter uh, because I was hoping desperately for a retweet because I'm a star fucker. Um, and I thought maybe like somebody could be like, thanks man. And I'd be kind of like, I don't know. I'm desperate. Um, yeah. You're like, Couldn't I helped make this movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was fuck. I think they do actually have like a th- like a pretty extensive thank you list in the uh, credits. Well, they made it on they made it on uh through Patreon, right? Or not yeah, maybe like that, GoFundMe or something. Yeah, like that. yeah. Yeah. So um, but yeah, and I but I was gonna say this the plot is genuinely more interesting this time around, and the lead final girl is fucking great. Like yeah. that, like that girl deserves to be successful afterwards because she in really did in an 85 minute movie. She deserves to be yeah. in a shorter movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, La Lauren Lavera, I think was her name. And um, she's very, very good. Like, even if people aren't gonna like this film, I'm like, you can't deny that she's kind of a badass in this film. Can I fast forward through a lot of it? Probably. Do you think I would miss things? Um 
Well, you probably would. Um, actually, yeah, you probably would actually. Um, okay. but yeah, I mean, I will say that, like I said, it's pretty much just there to, uh, serve a certain audience. Um, and, uh, I enjoyed it, but again, I absolutely f- fucking understand, uh, if people are not going to dig this film because, uh, like I said, it is very excessively violent. Hmm. Well, where do we land next on the list? Uh, next, I watched a documentary called Hail to the Deadites, which okay. uh, was made, I think, also primarily through like uh, donations. Um, it is all about uh, people's fanaticism and love for the Evil Dead franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, it's on Tubi. And um, I'd heard about this a while back and I completely forgot about it until I was like making my list. And I was like, Oh yeah, I do remember that when people were like hyping this up online. I think uh, Shout Factory, I want to say, was going to put it out on a physical release, and uh, I, I'm not going to lie, this was like the most disappointing watch so far because I really wanted to love this. It's made with heart, and you could tell they had good intentions making it, but it's really not that interesting compared to zombie five killer birds (laughs) (laughs) um it is better than zombie five killing birds okay i just Um, wanted to give it a little bit and and zombie four after death um but you could tell like they really genuinely wanted to make this and it is made with love but it feels like it's missing something um more love yeah it needed more love yes not enough bruce campbell (laughs) no he actually is in a pretty this a decent amount Mm-hmm. Um, they talked to, uh, they actually talked to most of the people from the original evil dead too. Um, and from evil dead too. <laughs> um, hey. uh, but it's, uh, I mean, it's, it's fine, but you know, it's, it could have been, I think, great. I feel like I've seen a couple of documentaries all about like fanaticism based around like certain horror movies. I saw the one about pet cemetery, mm-hmm. uh, that came out, like, I think like a couple of years ago and that one I was like, Man, I didn't realize people were like this obsessed with Pet Cemetery. You know, it's funny. I feel like going back to the whole like CGI showing you things. It's like, I don't know if we need these things. Like, it's like you think you want them. And then when you watch them, you're like, oh, I guess I, I think I knew everything. It's probably kind of hard for like if you're hardcore enough fan, you probably know all the things like like, for instance, like when uh when like Lou Barlow from Dinosaur Jr. went on uh, WTF with Mark Maron and I was like, I already know all this stuff. Like it's, so it's like <laughs> yeah. not interesting because I'm already like, I'm kind of too obsessed to like glean anything from these type of, you know, documentaries in, in yeah. this case. So I'm like, yeah. I didn't really learn anything, but so I'm like, what level of fan would you have to be that you're into it enough to want to watch an evil dead documentary but not already like have gone through all the steps of like books along the way and things. Yeah. So I don't know. I will say probably, uh, and maybe this says a lot about me, right? I should not have laughed at this, but I do think it was kind of, actually this was kind of funny. They spend about like on and off about a good, like 25, 30 minutes of this thing uh, following this one couple that met through their love for the evil dead and setting up their wedding. talking about how like, you know, they preparing everything really super fancy and then at the movie ends, they talk about where are they now? And they said that this couple divorced less than a year later. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they had to have done that on purpose. Like, it was just like, like, was just like I, I felt so bad laughing at that. Yeah. Uh, and then, and then they said they both remarried and they're both very happy. I, I was like, they remarried each other. I, I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. I was, uh, so, okay, so not really related to what we're talking about, but I was thinking of documentaries. And have y'all seen American Movie? I haven't, unfortunately. Uh, y- y'all should. Uh, so anyone listening to this, you should watch it. Basically, one of the, I'll say characters, because it's like, this feels like it's a documentary, but I've never been able to be sure if it's like the people as they really are, because they're such characters. But they claim it's like this. characters. They, they are. <laughs> you'll watch them be like, he was right. Um, and one of the guys in the movie, one of the quote unquote characters passed away, a guy named Mike, uh, the other I, day. I saw that. Yeah. Like yeah. people said this guy, but apparently it was like the heart of the movie. I yes. Guess. Yeah. And like, it's kind of horror related because it follows them trying to make this movie, uh, 
So they pronounce it uh, Coven, I think, is kind of the running joke on it. But it, the guy's not joking. Like Mark Borchart, I'm not sure he pronounced his last name. He's like the director of Coven. And uh, they're trying, it's basically them over all these years trying to make it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, so Mike is like a big part of like that. He had, there's like really good YouTube clips of like him screaming because they're doing like kind of like backing kind of Foley <laughs> art kind of stuff. And it's amazing. And he also like did the music for the movie, but it all kind of sounds like Metallica ripoff uh, songs, <laughs> like that kind of <laughs> instrumental kind of things. And there's parts where I'm like, I think that's one. You know, um, it's like <laughs> things like that throughout the movie where it's like, you know, I don't know how much they were in on it or not. It's it's hard to tell, but I, I would I would recommend that. And uh, the kind of like movie that they made that it's about is you can actually get to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I can run through a couple of the a couple of the other ones I've uh, watched um, this real quick. Uh, Swarm of the Snakehead, which was filmed in Maryland. So I was like fuck it maybe i'll recognize some of these like landmarks and uh i i didn't and i would never <laughs> ever ever want to watch this movie again uh it is it is one of those movies that was made bad purposely and uh, i usually generally kind of don't like those because i'm like the best again the best bad movies are the ones that are made with serious intention and end mm-hmm. up turning out to be really terrible um but this one it seemed like they were going for intentionally campy and intentionally terrible and i was like well you you did that right i guess yeah um but ah man i never want to watch the movie the best the best you're going to do in those situations might be like hobo with a shotgun and i still don't you know it's i like Uh, it that's way more technically well made than like than this yeah but it's it really is better whenever um it's they don't know they're making a bad movie that's like the best way to do it i mean you can't do that on purpose you know yeah um so it's hard to kind of like have that kind of energy um you know in like a real movie but yeah that's one one that kind of lands well one of the better surprises um i remember hearing about this from rebecca mckendry uh years ago to so much so to the point where um and then like she like I don't know. It's like, like she responded. I think she ad- added me on Twitter. She's like, oh, this movie is so fucking fun and underrated. And I was like, yeah, it is. It's called a uh, blue monkey. It's from like 19, I want to say like 87 or 88. And it is a killer giant insect movie that like, I don't remember why the fuck it was called blue monkey. Cause I, re- I think originally it was just called insect. Um, mm. But it's, it takes a lot of beats from stuff like alien. Um, but it's mostly set in like a hospital and uh, it's, it's pretty fucking fun. Like I know there's apparently a Blu-ray of this out there and uh, I ended up (laughs) kind of sad to say I watched it on YouTube, but the uh, rip of it for YouTube is actually pretty solid. And um, that, that is a really nice one to seek out. If you just want a nice little killer creature feature that you probably haven't seen Um, the, like the main supporting actress gosh what was her name she's been in a bunch of shit um it was like gwyneth walsh um she, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah um but she was in like the crush she was in a couple of star trek stuff um yeah and um after that uh i watched a comfort movie and i watched a uh, godzilla movie which i've seen a bunch of times which is called godzilla versus destroya which the big tagline for that and it's on the fucking poster is Godzilla dies. And um, that does happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I follow that up with, I'm assuming what we're all going to probably be potentially talking about, uh, which is that I watched it with um, the, I watched the Laurie Strode and Michael Myers and Poochie movie. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. Have you been able to watch the new Halloween movie, Zach? Yeah, I got through most of it. Okay, okay. <laughs> I guess you're Shit. setting it up properly then. Um, I okay. So for my review for it, uh, your I review wrote, was quite funny. I thought. I wrote first. I was like, go off. Then I was like, what the fuck? No. Then I was like, whatever. That's how I feel about the movie. Yeah. When it kind of starts, like with the kind of first kill, like I'll, I'll try and be vague in certain cases. I guess if you haven't watched it, maybe we'll go into spoilers, but I'm going to try not to. Um, they, they did a damn good job of hiding the big curveball, uh, like in all those trailers. 
Yeah. Like, and that curveball is a big curveball. It takes up most of the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it gets kind of like weighted down too much in that, I feel like. And, but when it, okay. So when it started and I realized that they were kind of like lifting some of the imagery from Halloween three, I was like, okay, mm-hmm. how bonkers are we going to go? But then yeah. I kind of felt like they didn't go bonkers enough if they were going to kind of do it. And then it ended up just being like, Friday the thirteenth, part five. Like yeah. combined with combined with uh in some aspect, kind of somebody pointed also it was kind of like Christine in a weird way. And maybe um, some Spider-Man three in there too. Because like totally <laughs> yes. totally you're like, what what why is any of this happening? That yeah. part where the part where Michael Myers like uh kills uh because I don't know, he kills people in these movies, so I'm not spoiling anything. Yeah, what? Um, like he kills uh one of the first people that he kills, and he does the kind of like he shakes his body like he's getting it like makes him horny, you know? Yeah. Uh it's so wild <laughs> to me. And then it's like, dude, you either have to go full thorn saga mm-hmm. on this, and you can't that's what's so fucked up. And I feel like I've said it so many times. It's like, and I know I like tweeted this. So they go basically by disregarding two, they say essentially they're like all of these sequels suck and we're just, but then they just kind of pick parts of it and kind of build in it. And then eventually you're like, well, you did like this movie. So here's a Easter egg. And it's like, you either are going to do it or you're not. Like if you're going to hint at going thorn saga, like he has an evil that can be passed on to somebody. And then Mm -hmm. like, just go full on like man in black has a machine gun. Like if you're going to do that kind of stuff, like, you know, like, yeah but like they because that's where like five ends you know they, mm-hmm. they hint it like he goes into the the man in black goes into the uh, police precinct and kills everyone like terminator and then part six picks that up and then they kind of go full thorn saga but they're like not really doing that so they're kind of like half doing anything and um uh, i i feel like everyone kind of tries to do the whole like the evil will be passed down, but it's like, we have like three movies that you're disregarding that it didn't work on. So why are you trying it? I mean, it feels like what I do in my personal life. You just kind of keep doing the same thing over and over again, and it never really works. But I would assume someone (laughs) like David Gordon green is smarter than me because he's a lot more successful than me, but that's what it feels like. They're just doing yourself down. Well, I like, I think the movie looks great. Mm-hmm. but it's stupid as shit it, yeah. it looks great and it has i think a, a genuinely very good like score yeah uh but that's because it's fucking carpenter um but yeah i don't know i felt i'm gonna be very curious to see about like read like think pieces about this over time um you know because i've always found it to be interesting when people write like retrospective reviews on something that maybe got savage at the time it's of its release you know most infamously the thing you know the, the thing was yeah. a was a notorious bomb back in like 82 and then over the course of like a decade plus people are like no this movie's fucking rad and you're idiots for trashing it um yeah. same thing with like and i can't i'm gonna believe i'm gonna care, compare these movies but like jennifer's body got yeah. absolutely destroyed when it came out and people didn't really kind of get what it was going for. And then over time, people were like, no, this movie's fucking really fun. And the it's movie really rad. Yeah, yeah. I, I really genuinely like that movie. Um, and I'm going to be curious to see about people write about this trilogy over time because all the, all the stuff I've been reading have been the initial reactions and the initial reactions are all over the board. I've read people who read people's reviews who've said that, they thought this was awesome. This was like the like one of the best movies that they've seen in a while for this franchise. And then I've read people's reviews who said this absolutely sucked like shit through a straw. And um, I don't know, like I'm, I didn't get angry watching it, but I just kind of was a little frustrated. And I don't know, like, I mean, I, I feel like it. Like you said, it takes a lot of beats from the other films while mm-hmm. like ignoring them. I thought it had some of the worst dialogue in uh, one of these movies I've seen in a while. And um, for all this big confrontation that they hype up, um, it's kind of a little lackluster. And yeah. I don't know, like I, you know, again, without spoiling anything, this movie is primarily uh, based around a newly introduced character who uh, either you will give a shit about him or you will view him as the poochie of this movie. 
Yeah. And you know, it feels just, like it feels like Emperor Palpatine and yeah. like the new Star Wars yeah. trailer. Yeah. Where it's like, when when you know. Corey's not on screen, everyone should be asking, where's Corey? <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it's OK. I think what I what I want to do is I think I will rewatch the first one. Yeah, I mean, the OG Halloween and then watch these three again. And then kind of see like how this storyline like mm-hmm. kind of ties itself together because that's really what the story they're supposedly trying to tell. Mm-hmm. Those four movies together, really the three, but yep. they're saying one and then this trilogy. So it'd be interesting just kind of looking through the lens of that. Like after I watched uh, Halloween Ends, I rewatched Halloween 4, which is the one that I go back to the most. Uh, and probably my favorite, even though it's like not the best, but mm-hmm. I feel like it's like it becomes it's like when Michael Myers becomes the Terminator. Like, yeah. so it's it's <laughs> it's fun. Um, and there's like so much inconsistency, like there's parts in the movie where uh, Michael Myers has blonde hair and there's a part of the movie where Dr. Loomis's scar goes to the other side of his face. Um, so that's well, like stuff I want. Why well, hope yeah. to make a fire for that blunder. But that, that what's that's what's crazy is like okay so I expect that in a lot of horror movies that type mm-hmm. of thing yeah but when you go into it essentially stating and maybe I'm putting this on it and they weren't but I'm like I I take like David Gordon Green as like higher art and they sort of packaged it as such yeah. but then it's really just Miramax stuff like it's like direct it's like made like. And so it's like if it were packaged that way and I felt that it was like this is supposed to just be good trash in like the best way. But I feel like they're saying, no, this is art. And the thing you like, you know, was trash. And then I'm like, no, but you are, too. (laughs) It's like you need to know who your friends are, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Yeah. They try and make it like something bigger than it isn't. And then at the end of it, you're like, no, this is really just like a bunch of the stuff I watch on Tubi, like, you know, it just looks better. <laughs> yeah. It was like a $15 hamburger from McDonald's. Yeah. And you're <laughs> like, like, yeah, like, yeah. It, no, it, like it served its purpose, but like, why, why was this so expensive? <laughs> yeah, exa- <laughs> no. that's exactly it. Cause it's like, uh, actually someone last night was talking about going to like Del Taco and they were like, well, I would rather, honestly, for the price point, just go to Taco Bell because I feel like it knows more what it is and it's cheaper. Mm-hmm. And so, like, if you go to Del Taco, it's like it might be like it's like twenty dollars, and the burrito's better or the burrito's bigger. Yeah, but you're like, I mean, I would have just settled for a three dollar meal. You know, it's like that's what it kind of feels like. I mean, you said it a lot better than me. So, <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you think that guy on uh, was wondering. it? Was it Fox News or, or um, like MSNBC was oh, the, the about his dollar Taco Bell guy? Yeah, I was like, do you think he meant to say Del Taco, and yeah, he just maybe. got his stuff confused? Yeah, I, I don't know. Have y'all had Del Taco? This I have not. Yeah, no. it's just it's just like Taco Bell, but they're like, let's add a little bit more to. It's like just make it a little bigger, and so they charge you like double on everything. Yeah, no, no I'm good. Yeah, yeah, so not really necessary. <laughs> but there was a there was a show that we played in San Diego and it was like not a great show. And kind of to cheer up the rest of the band, I was like, and we never make that much money, so I don't do this a lot. Um, I would be, you know, every once in a while if we had like a bad show on tour, I'd be like, Hey, the band's paying for your food tonight. And we had never gone to Del Taco and we're like, let's go to Del Taco. And then eventually we go through the drive through, order everything, kind of like the basically what we would have ordered at taco bell and then they're like uh it's 40 dollars," and i was like we are we are fucked for the rest of this tour because <laughs> this this meal that would have been 15 for like the three of us um or even 20 like it was double that and i was like we will never financially recover from this yeah. del taco <laughs> so i have a bone to pick with that and that's what uh that movie felt like to me yeah okay. no i was just bored like I liked the cold open. I think that yeah. worked. I was interested to see where they were going to take it. And then I just didn't really give a shit after that. Like I didn't like that Corey guy. I had no interest in paying attention to what was happening with him. Uh, everything felt so forced. Like, all right, we're going to tie it up. We're going to put a neat bow on everything. This is the end. Michael's going to die. This is the end. Every, and then it's like, 
but we can transfer the power. So yeah, it's the end, but is it the end? Yeah. Uh, and I just, I like finality. I don't like that shit where everything's just open-ended. I, I think they said flashers as a whole. Yeah. I think they said that Blumhouse doesn't own the movies after this, unless they just, they might just renegotiate, you know? Yeah. So it's like hard to say. Maybe um, we can finally then get the, um, the long, long since rumored and canceled, uh, Hellraiser. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, apparently I didn't realize until I was watching a video the other day that they originally proposed a Hellraiser Halloween crossover at one point. That wouldn't which, make any sense. Yeah. And I was just like, uh, fuck it. Sure. Whatever. Um, I think <laughs> I mean, a Halloween, like I was going to say <laughs> like that would <laughs> sure yeah. go for it. Although they did kind of have with, I don't know if this is a spoiler, but like, the kills that Michael did have early on to like re-energize him mm-hmm. are very yeah. kind of Hellraiser of like Frank having to true yeah you yeah. know those guys kind of absorb their energy their bodies whatever yeah uh, he's like Popeye yeah. <laughs> so you're you're presuming a uh, Halloween movie where um, he finds the box or either someone finds the box and he uses that to like make himself more powerful. I guess um, because really that's what Halloween <laughs> ends did. Uh, you know, um, th- I don't know. There's, there's also like a, and I guess they did it on purpose, but that kind of like the scenes where you would like kind of pull someone in and then kind of lay down and get them to kill them, like felt like pretty sexual. And I assume they did that on purpose, uh, mm-hmm. you know, um, but I don't know. It's like, I don't know. It's, it's very strange. It may, it sort of like made him like the old man. And then like, I'm going to bring these younger people back to you <laughs> to, to the layer to, you know, um, maybe I'm taking that in a weird direction, but, but yeah, but his there, crib. there was, yeah, his crib, the old millionaire <laughs> guy and bring some people back. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I don't know. It just kind of felt unnecessary. Um, I actually kind of just wish that, like I want it to be done, but I want actually there to be more Halloween movies that just take place in random times. Like I was thinking if none of this matters, then essentially why don't they make a a, a sequel to six? Like essentially just say like, fuck you for disregarding the timeline. This is a, this is essentially the real part seven and to kind of disregard uh, H2O. <laughs> And then set it in like 96. <laughs> so then you get a younger Michael Myers again. And then you just continue on the thorn thing, but just put it somewhere else. Like put it in, I don't know, like he's on his way to wherever, you know, and then just do another trilogy of like set in the late nineties. Like, I'm not saying it'll be good. It's just, if we're going to go this way, like yeah. just put it in. Cause it's like, you can't do more with old Michael Myers. Like, well, no. he died at the end of this one, but also but like, he dies at the end of all of them. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's like, well, also what would be funny is if they 10 years from now just kind of try and make you forget this, mm-hmm. depending on how people view it. And then uh, then Jamie Lee Curtis can act like she's doing this again for like the first time, you know? Yeah. Like I wanted to tell this story. And you're like, this is the third time you're doing this. Yeah, <laughs> would be really awesome, actually. But wait, wait, twenty years, so we have like an eighty-year-old Jamie Lee Curtis, like, and I, so <laughs> presumably a hundred-year-old Michael Myers. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm uh, curious to see. Either this will be it, and it will not be, or um, if it makes money, it makes money, and they're going to do another one. Send them to space, but like, yeah. get yeah, like, how the fuck has that not happened yet? Yeah, you get said like, leprechaun of space. Yeah, but get like uh, people that. So actually, why don't they do this with do this with leprechaun, but get the guy who did uh, Arrival to do it. The guy who did like <laughs> Dennis Villeneuve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just get these really good directors because you think that it's gonna like salvage it, but it's not. You know, it's it's just like oh, whoa, we had the prestige because you know, like it's. Yeah, that's also a funny thing. It's like you kind of realize how much craft people like Toby Hooper had in like their yeah. best eras. And then it's like David Gordon Green comes through and it's like, 
you know, I'm trying to think of like, there are other like kind of Halloween, direct, like Rick Rosenthal, you know, like he mm-hmm. had like Halloween two is good, you know, John Carpenter and things, but it's like, you know, it, it's there, there, it's like Toby Hooper is just as good. Of, I know he didn't do any Halloween movies, but yeah, that kind of respect for people that are kind of viewed either like as like true cinema or like camp, you know? Yeah. No, I like the idea of having someone come in and just be like, all right, what's your version of this? Uh, I don't know if any of you saw the like Ouija board movie that came out a few years ago that was yeah. awful, but then Mike Flanagan did a, a prequel to it yeah. and it was, Oh, phenomenal. I heard that one. I've heard that was really good. It's yeah. so good. And it's, it's fucked no up reason. that it's like so good. It's so, there's stupid. no reason it should work. It's just that he's such a master at what he does that you're like, Oh yeah, that was kind of a perfect horror movie. And like, yeah, yeah it, it's supposed to set up what happens in the next one. But like, don't ever watch that. Just watch the prequel. Like that's yeah. that's where it's at. So, I like the idea of somebody coming in and just saying, "Hey, what's your idea with this story? What would you do?" And they tried to do that with uh, a sequel to World War Z. Like David Fincher was attached for years what? to do World War Z two, and they just I guess either couldn't break it or couldn't get it off the ground. Wouldn't it be technically World War Double Z. I mean, I guess World War uh, A. But I love the idea of. <laughs> david fincher doing like 150 million dollar zombie movie because what would that even be hey (laughs) (laughs) fuck it you know (laughs) yeah but it's like that's also a thing too it's like i don't know how expensive maybe these movies are cheaper than i think because they are blumhouse um and so to that i'll give a credit but it's like we some of this like we don't really need horror movies that are like i i like the thing about terrifier too our terrifier I like is that it is like crowdfunded and it is yeah. a thing that's like they're doing with like the best they have. And the effects on terrifier were actually really good. I just don't yeah. want to watch an hour and a half of that or longer yeah. or two <laughs> and, and a half. <laughs> yeah. But like, it's like, that's what I, I, I know that's sort of a, I feel like it's kind of a gatekeeper like punk thing to think, but it's like, I like when it's like small and i like when it's for certain things like if you want to poke your head in and you get something out of it, that's cool but like i like when it feels like it's for the community because i think a lot of horror starts falling apart when it is supposed to be viewed as like fine cinema and sometimes it can be the exorcist yeah. but yeah it's- no when they've got to recoup 70 million dollars plus marketing like yeah you have to make it so broad that you start to lose the people that you're actually making it for yeah uh have either of you seen Barbarian? Not yet. I can't get my hands on it. I know oh, I could go to a theater. It but... is going to streaming relatively, yeah. I, I think, before the end of the month, actually. I think the 25th on like HBO Max. Yeah. Um, but it's, I've been yeah it's trying to get... phenomenal. Uh, yeah. So it's like a $4 million movie. Great, uh, yeah. Cost almost nothing. There's like six people in it. Mm-hmm. And it's such a fucking blast. Yeah. Uh, I, I highly recommend knowing nothing. Like I, I didn't know anything other than it I know was nothing other than just kids. It's I only thing I knew is it's it's existence. Yeah, yeah. Uh, go completely blind, uh, and just like sit down and enjoy it because it is all over the place. But it's a four million dollar movie, so no matter what, they were going to make their money back, and he just got to do whatever he wanted, and it pays off so well. Uh, yeah, I feel like I'm more forgiving when that happens. Like for yeah. instance, I watched uh, House of Darkness. Um, and it feel it's like essentially one room they pull up to the house and they go in it has justin long in it and it's like 85 minutes or something and so by the end of it i'm like it was fine you know it's like it wasn't really trying to do that much like i you know it wasn't like amazing or anything but it's like when something's kind of marketed to you and you have like jamie lee curtis well doing her job but it's like you know trying to tell you like oh this is actually a comment on this and then if you look at like the trump presidency and it's like bro i just want to watch like you know someone's fingers get cut off like yeah. i don't need all of that you know <laughs> I, I just want you to hurt me just upset me that's what i'm looking for <laughs> yeah step on me wait no never mind <laughs> yeah <clears throat> but yeah so real quick i guess before we yeah, Yo, I was, I'm just gonna, I was give, gonna say, like, I talked so much in this. You guys, please tell me about anything else you've seen. So. I'm just gonna say, like, five movies I watched recently that aren't Halloween. And so I said one of them, House of Darkness. Um, I watched the Spirit Halloween, the movie. Movie. I was so like, I I was like, that looked like a choice. Um, yeah, it's basically when you were talking about Goosebumps, it's basically Goosebumps, but I think it is better made than a Goosebumps episode, which isn't hard. 
Um, but it's a good <laughs> episode, essentially, um, to a movie. But it is made by Spirit Halloween. The most of the movie takes place in a Spirit Halloween. So I was like, you know, I don't know, maybe Best Buy horror movie. I I don't know. Like, I don't think we need it. <laughs> but if we're really gonna go this ridiculous, like give me mcdonald's the horror movie you know like that's, brand exclusive horror yeah like if we're gonna have <laughs> brands you know dunking on other brands on twitter then just give me the spirit halloween movie or you know whatever the equivalent is like spencer's gift the prank movie or something yeah sure <laughs> like but uh you know resurrection was one i watched uh which like goes really batshit in it then Mr. Harrigan's phone, which I'll say, I think that Stephen King needs to stop writing children or people need to repackage the way he writes children uh, because it's like they take his words on the page and then just go, that worked. And then it's like, it's like a Rob Zombie thing where I feel like someone needs to often rewrite Do- Rob Zombie's Dob Zombie. Uh, Rob Zombie's uh, <laughs> Dobby Zombie. <laughs> like it feels like someone needs to just go. I get what you're doing. We're basically all the most of the way there, but let me kind of like make this how people actually talk. Yeah, a copy editor. They need a copy yeah. editor. <laughs> yeah, but someone's like, nah, man, you're perfect. It's you know Stephen King, and it's like yeah. I love Stephen King, but you know it's like sometimes just a little bit. And then yeah, uh, have y'all seen Mr. Harrigan's phone? Not uh, yet. No, I'm not super familiar with it. It's it's kind of it's like. I mean, it is horror in that like there are like deaths in it, but like it's kind of more on like the thriller side. And it also kind of feels like like it could have been I guess it would have been a Tales from the Crypt episode like it's or like Twilight Zone. It feels yeah, because it's a short story. It's from uh, If It Bleeds. Yeah. uh, Mm. Most recent. Yeah, uh, it was was fun. It's also a movie that I feel like it's like it never maybe it did, but it's like it feels like it was meant to go straight to streaming. Um, and like, (laughs) I think it, it benefits from that because it's not a movie that would have made, it would have been a huge disappointment in terms of like, cause it's, it does, it has Donald Sutherland's like the biggest name and then like a kid. And so like, it's like, it doesn't have that kind of star power in that same way. And it's like, it would have flopped in theater, but that doesn't mean it's a bad movie. It's like, there are movies that come on at like 2 PM on cable Mm -hmm. that are, you'll watch the shit out of it, but you know, it flopped in theaters, you know, so it's, it's kind of that, but it was fun enough. And then I watched beyond the door, which is like an exorcist ripoff, um, but Mm. more ridiculous. So I would recommend it. And then the invitation, which I feel like didn't really go. I don't even know where I wanted to go. I didn't have any expectations. Is that the dinner party one? No, that's a new one called The Invitation. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, the the dinner party one is deeply upsetting to watch. Yeah, that one <laughs> is. Um, the the new Invitation, I, I feel like actually the thing that's more fun is not knowing anything about it. But mm-hmm. then by the end of it, you're like, well, I appreciate that I didn't know anything, but it didn't really, by the end of it, you're like, it didn't. Yeah, I don't know. It was, it was fine, yeah. you know. Um, and that's all I got. You know, so yeah. So I guess if you want to give like five ones you watched recently or even last a few. Yeah, uh, Barbarian, highly recommend. Uh, it is going to HBO Max into this month. Censor, uh, which came out, I believe, last oh, year. Oh, I heard that's very good. Yeah, uh, it's on Hulu. Uh, so it's about a uh, a video nasty censor in like the '80s in England, uh, and her past trauma of her sister disappearing starts to resurface as like all the shit starts to go down around a, a killing that may be linked to a movie. She passed mm. uh, really good. Gets better with every watch. Uh, so highly recommend that one. Uh, recently rewatched. I saw the devil, which is a Korean oh, revenge movie. Fantastic film. It's yeah. unbelievable. And so upsetting. Uh, yeah. I, I, I like how Korean movies really blur the line of who's good and who's bad. And in the end, everybody's just kind of bad. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> I highly recommend that one. Uh, and then I've been watching a lot of David Lynch stuff recently. So just rewatched nice. Blue Velvet. That is a horror movie. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Dennis Hopper in it is just like mind blowing how batshit he is. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Recommend have, those. Have y'all seen The Wailing? Oh, yeah. Uh, that's on one of my list. favorite movies. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. well, it's very long. Uh, yeah, two and a half hours yeah yeah um and but it is probably like 
one of the best horror movies, if not like the best horror movie I've seen in like the past 10 years. Like, yeah, wow. so that's one. Uh, it was playing at a theater. It had like a very limited US run and it was playing mm-hmm. at a theater near me, near me. So I went in completely blind uh, and was just blown away. It was me and like a bunch of like 15 year old like Korean kids. Yeah. Uh, and that's it was funny. like mind blowing to just sit there and watch that movie knowing nothing going in. So yeah, I think that one is on Amazon Prime. That's so good. Yeah, it's on a couple of streaming services, I think. I think it's on Prime, and I want to say it might even be on Shutter. But... Oh, it's on Tubi. It's on Tubi also. Oh, of course. Yeah. Of course it's on Tubi. Everything's good old on Tubi. Tubi. Yeah. yeah. Tubi's the best. Yeah. <laughs> We're, yeah, this episode is sponsored by Tubi. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, the Wayland's super good. Um, I think it it sort of like kind of lives in the universe that I feel like ring movies want to be in. Yeah. But that's like it goes way more but it's like it feels like that's sort of a starting point mm-hmm. it's kind of got a ghost story element to it but then where it goes and how like beautiful the movie is is like something you know a tomie or something you know however you pronounce that series yeah. uh could never do you know yeah but that that kind of element is there um in it you know kind of ghost thing but yeah it's Plus it does what korean movies do the best which is really just make you feel bad when it's yeah. over like you're just super bummed out. It's great to watch, but like you don't leave old boy being like, I feel pretty good about life right now. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that unless anyone has anything else to add, I think that wraps it up. I know we went a little long, but uh, this is a freebie. So yeah. Uh, actually, I will add one more thing: is that I did watch because um, I'm better late than never. I watched the first like three episodes of the Chucky TV series. Oh, and, I yeah, it, yeah, I watched, yeah. I've thoroughly enjoyed that. Yeah, I've started watching uh the first two episodes of the second season are up and mm. uh that's a it's a fun thing. I think it's it kind of gives it more license than I feel like the sequels do because it allows itself. I mean, it's so interesting that it kind of pulls from all the movies and now what well, you said you're on the first season. Yeah, so I've got uh, quite a yeah. bit of catching up to do. Everything is like inbounds in the show. Like anything from any of the movies, it's like that's canon, mm-hmm. you know. So it's an interesting thing. Like it is for fans of people that have watched every Chucky movie, you know. And so it's it's wild. And it's like this last episode. It's like it pulled something I thought they were never going to really reference, you know. So Man. I was like, damn. So yeah. But yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for joining us, Zach. Uh, we super yeah. appreciate it. Uh, Anytime. Yeah. And we'll probably do another one of these for the month is over. So cool. Indeed. Yeah. All right. Bye. 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 Bye.